upcoming episode of Harry Hog Football, we talk about farts again. If you wish not to hear about farts for one more week, please skip ahead to 9 minutes and 40 seconds. Thank you, and enjoy the episode. This is Harry Hog Football. On today's show, we talk about the trademark battle over the name Redskins and mini logos. And we talk about Fartgate 09, not to mention Bruce Smith being pulled over for a DUI and the linebacker report. This and much more live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? Yo, 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 What's up, y'all? my excellent friends. What's up, chillin'? Greetings. Hello, chillin', how you guys? I only have one thing to say. Welcome to episode 169, dudes! Nice. Excellent. Excellent. That was bogus. Whatever. No, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Was it excellent or bogus? Either. Isn't it like bogus whoa. journey and excellent adventure or something, uh, something like that? Nice. Solid. Right on. Anyway, we have an action-packed episode of episode 169 to bring to you this evening super duper uh, action packed riding the roid of the off season um riding the roid we had so much um feedback from last week's episode we had numerous emails about yes we did <laughs> what has been dubbed by some listeners as Fartgate 09. Fartgate. Fartgate 09. Just when you yes. thought no one was listening. Fartgate <laughs> Oh. Just when you thought no one was listening. Josh, cut the cheese. What a <laughs> Just when you thought it was safe to put on your earphones. Anyway, it was interesting. Aaron, uh, Aaron what was that sound again? What was that sound, Aaron? <laughs> Good God. <laughs> Sounds like timber falling. Yeah, you, you didn't do anything to that audio file to make that make that noise. There's no way. That's just the natural, au naturel sound. I'm sure. Anyway, the... Um, Hurry up, dude. We're losing dead listeners. Dead air. This is, this dead is very air. mature talk. Dead air. There went okay. another one. Last and, and last another. week's episode um, brought forth a plethora of emails from around the globe. Comment. What a diarrhea of what? What is this plethora? Plethora. On who Isn't it was. Would you say I have a plethora? Isn't that what comes out with the baby, man? Ew. <laughs> Dude, we're not watching Discovery Health. Seriously, why you got to bring that up? Oh, that's blessing. Baby's crowning every time. You're like trying to cruise through the History Channel and there's a baby crowning. You're like, oh, man. You know what, dude? Seriously, there. we all got here pretty much that way. Dude. With the exception of, yep. with the, exception of the C-section. Yep, and that's why we all forget about it. That's right. When it happens to us. 
Just remember, even if you've been told otherwise, everybody does have a mom. Can we get back on task here? Because we've we've now mentioned Discovery Health two weeks in a row, and I really can't handle it anymore. All right, let's talk about let's talk about the Redskins. What are we? What's the task? Are we talking about Fartgate for a moment? Is that what we're doing? Yes, I know you're trying to oh, avoid nine. it, Josh, because the online poll does not lie. The online poll okay. of who farted in episode 167, which was the question poised during Fartgate 09, also known what's as the percentage? What's the percentage? Who farted? Aaron. 19.44% voted for Aaron. 22.22% voted for John. And with a whopping, whopping 58.33%. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. How many percent? What's the percent? 58.33. Josh has been dubbed the owner of this. The Fartgate instigator? Let me just, Larry, well, let's be fair. Since we're talking about this, did you guys get that email? What was that email this week we got about uh, from the guy in the UK? Who was that in the UK? That I think it was Chris J. It was Chris J in the UK. And we got plenty of emails. I know we did. Here we go. Christian the UK. He writes. This is what he writes. <clears throat> um, things are great over here in Redskins Nation. Uh, UK branch. By the way, episode 168 has got to be one of the most surreal podcasts I have ever heard. It was awesome. Made me laugh out loud a few times in the car to work. I wasn't expecting to hear a falsetto version of In the Ghetto. <laughs> we really are in the butt crack of the off season. When the most lengthy discussion is about a mystery fart. I'm really looking forward to the season. I think the team has moved forward. It can do better this year. Uh, let's see. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, this isn't weird. This wasn't his email. Where's the email that... Uh, this is from Chris J, but he sent another one about the fart. In the ghetto. Seriously. Oh, he does say, by the way, my vote's with you. You were pretty quiet in that segment on Podcast 167. Uh-huh. Sending it to me. Uh-huh. All right, hold on, hold on. What else we have? Uh-huh. Some, some listener emails here. On a cold and wet Chicago morn, another little baby boy was born in the ghetto. In the ghetto. While, we're, while you're looking for that, Chris J. did ask a question about where did, quote-unquote, the Danny come from? What's up with that nickname? He did ask I don't know question. who started that. I think I heard it in the uh, in the media. The legitimate media, not us. And uh, <laughs> not someone us. just started calling him the Danny. I think it was back in the late nineties. And Danny's mama cried. Um, yeah, the Danny, I guess, because you know it's kind of like the Don, but he's the Danny. Yeah, Josh, good or, reasoning. Or there. The... Nice. What? That was some good reasoning there. It was. See, you like it. Mm-hmm. He's hey, <laughs> you and me. You and I both know that Danny is the owner of the Redskins. Seriously. All right, I can't find this email. We got some other emails, too, though. Can't find it. To hell with it. <laughs> we no, got, no, no, we got some other emails. We got at least ten emails. Right, None of which out. were from our female listeners because they probably turned it off within the first two minutes. <laughs> but I have to say, if you got listen all you marketing people out there listening to us. 
If you got to bring something back from the dead, like a podcast in the taint of the off season, just, just throw in an episode of farts. <laughs> For some reason, people, about farts. Seriously. People, people come out of the woodwork to send emails and whatnot about farts. I don't understand it. Yeah. Anyway, that was Fartgate 09, and we were going to give Luke Kirk, who um, uncovered the fart, a call this evening. We were going to give him a call this evening, but we don't need to, although he did point out that there was another one even more audible a minute later, right before the break in episode 167. So if you guys want to go listen to that, feel free, but I'm not going to play it. We also got another one basically stating that it was uh, who was that that wrote from Maine in a cabin in Maine? That was David, basically dude. Said, what? That was Dave, the guy that yeah, won Tom's trivia. Said it was my chair, and that that uh, you know it did not sound like a fart. It sounded like a chair, and I was able, just for the record, to recreate the sound on my chair, which I'm going to do live for you right now. Here it is. Ready? Hold on. Live. Here it is. Here it is. Coming at you. <laughs> I don't hear anything. <laughs> You'll hear it on the podcast, dude. I've got the microphone right down to the chair. <laughs> All you'll hear is this. Yeah, whatever. All right. Anyway, I redid that, and uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, you know what response we get on Fartgate. Other than that, thank you guys for all of your listeners and and your email and support. As I got slammed with, I am the fart. Um, <laughs> this past week Master. and David also you forgot to point out that if that was a real fart which it was then um, he wouldn't be proud of it and wouldn't claim such a lousy yes, I know. wimpy fart such I, as this I would That's like, right. I would like said, to uh, table the fart conversation w- since we've spent about roughly 15 minutes of our podcast history on it now and um, we c- yeah I didn't really think we were going to talk about it this much right Let's move um, on the next episode. Let's move yeah. forward. Let's move forward and talk about the rest. All right, moving forward. Next on the itinerary, Bruce Smith, um, longtime uh, Buffalo Bill and couple year Redskin, is now deemed an alcoholic as he was arrested. Yes, sir. In Virginia Beach, Virginia, my hometown, on drunk driving charges. Our, our hometown. Our hometown. Our hometown. How do you think? Uh, isn't his employer currently? Don't we have a listener that wrote in and said he works for Armada Hoffler or something now? Yeah, yeah, some consultant. I don't know something. if he works for them or if he works with them in the building but, uh, with them or something in development. Anyway, we had somebody write in. Who was that that wrote in? I was going to look that look back and see who that was. I don't remember, but it was some dude that works at Armada Hoffler and said that Bruce Smith is a pretty nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. He was Which also. Is, that's all nice and good. He was but also this is a, the third time he's had a DUI in the last dude, I think uh, 12 it, years. I yeah. think it was Jeff uh, from Virginia Beach. Hold on, let me look it up here. He was also a pretty drunk guy. All right. Yeah, well, while you're looking that up, no, no, no go I got it right here. I got it right here. It was Jeff. Oh, sweet. Jeff from Virginia Beach because he was talking about. Uh-huh. And this was back in December, I think. Uh, yeah, here it is. December this past year. Um, see, we remember these things. We remember you listeners writing these things out. Jeff from Virginia Beach wrote that Bruce Smith. Um, comes into the office on a part-time basis. He even has an office on the top floor. Real nice guy. Um, blah, blah, blah. He's not a hotel designer. He's a real estate developer. And, and he has his hands in a lot of different projects in Hampton, Blackburg, Blacksburg, and Peninsula, which apparently he drives back and forth to 
in an inebriated state. Um, well, yeah. And he's a hokey. I have to point out. No, we we don't know all of the details hokey, on this hokey, on this Bruce Smith thing, other than what's been put out there. So uh, we're right. we're not going to slam on on Bruce Bruce Smith here, but. Uh, no, yeah, we are. Yeah, I was okay. going well, to. Well, I am. I was All right, going well, John to. can't. Absolutely. Hey, not like the breathalyzers well, lie. No, that's true. Well, let, we'll slam on that part of it. If you're out there and you're driving and you're drunk, you should not be. Don't yes. drive drunk. Yeah, that's drinking. Weird. Do not drive drunk. If you're drinking, Absolutely. do not drive. Especially right? when you're endangering other people's lives. I mean, lives. I'll tell you. Yeah. I'll tell you. There's uh, there, there is no love lost for uh for the uh, alcoholic beverages amongst Terry Hog football. Um, what? Beer, wine, spirits. We, we, all like to, we all like to have a good beer every now and again, whatever. We'll, we'll leave it at that, but, but we're not going to drive drunk. Yeah. We're not going yeah, exactly. to drink and then drive. So Yeah, bad choice. And, you know, the, the go over the stats on it. He got pulled over in the middle of the night on 264. Um, he wasn't speeding that much, and it hasn't been reported if he was weaving or what the deal is. Um, he refused to take a breathalyzer test, which is apparently against the law now in Virginia. Really? Um, according to the articles that I've read, because he was charged with refusing to take an alcohol breath test, quote unquote. Um, he was also charged with speeding and DUI. And this is the third time this has happened in the last 12 years. The first time it was dismissed back in the feel good 1997 era, um, when all sorts of things of that nature were just kind of let go. And in 2003, he was acquitted on the same charge really? uh, from a separate incident. So this third charge here in 2009, I have a feeling it's going to stick. And, you know, yeah, thank you. I don't really have anything else to say about it. Me either. Um, Moving forward. You guys know that when I was a when I was a youngin, that my family was hit by a drunk driver and nearly killed my mother and father. That's right. So uh, I have absolutely no patience for such things. Bruce, you should be ashamed of yourself. For drinking and driving, you're not setting a good example and a role model, and we know you're listening. Yes, thank you. If you posted bail, anyway, <laughs> moving forward to the linebacker report. I didn't even know we had a linebacker. Linebacker report. Linebacker. Is that new? Um, that's all. Uh, that's new this week. It's something we're gonna. Uh, that's something I thought we should uh we should address because uh well you know we got Arakpo who has been uh, allegedly working out at defensive end and linebacker. Um, right. We lost Marcus Washington, we know. Kerry Campbell says he's not coming back, but who knows what's happening with that. Um, he's coming back, dude. We got London Fletcher. We got Rocky McIntosh and his, his uh, slowly degenerating knees back there. What? And what else do we have? Seriously, what's we got, going on with the Rocky We got McIntosh Benny Blades, thing? dude. Yeah, Benny Blades. <laughs> We got HB Blades out there. We got a uh, Fincher the Clincher. <laughs> we got a uh, Chris Wilson, favorite, who is also jumping from defensive end to linebacker. But Chris Wilson, as we talked about earlier this year, also played linebacker in college and uh, high school and whatnot. So it's not a new position for him. Dude, we're not going to have any defensive ends. Dude, yes, we are. We got Arakpo, and we've got Philip Daniels. We got Philip Daniels, and we've got. Part-timer, Carter. I think. Yeah, but they're using, they're using Arakpo as an end-backer. They're not using Andre Carter as one? Yeah, well, you know, the last time they did that with a player, sorry to interrupt, Aaron, the last time we did that with a player was with uh, your dog, LeVar Arrington, and he had 10 sacks playing end and linebacker. Dude, so, I, I didn't bring it up. Yeah, you did. No, but I, it's a good point. You brought it up in a roundabout sort I of way. I brought it up, and it's a good point. 
What's that, Aaron? He brought it up in a roundabout sort of way. He kind of like lured you into it. He was, he was hinting. He he yeah. He he steered me towards I'm it. I'm not that mischievous. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, but but you know, it's, I don't have any problem with guys playing linebacker slash defensive end and moving up <sighs> the back. You know, if, if we sack the damn quarterback more than what fourteen or sixteen times, that's great. If you're on the Redskins and sack the quarterback more than four times, that's great. Yeah, the player I'm really interested at seeing, well, actually the two I'm very interested at seeing, are Rocky McIntosh to see if he can hold up. Because we all know he was coming back from that injury, the the ligament tears from the season before, and we all know how long that takes. Often players will come back and they're not really ready um, to do so. They come back and it takes them a long time to get back into playing shape, like months so I'm very interested to see how he does. I'm very interested to see how Chris Wilson, who was very underutilized last season, um, if he can make a difference out there. And one third guy, I want to see how Fincher the clincher does. That guy might be the uh, heir apparent to Kerry Campbell. You think so? Fincher the clincher was one be. of my preseason favorites, dude. Dude, he was – when we saw him in Canton, man, that guy was everywhere. Mm-hmm. The clincher. <laughs> yeah, so that's the linebacker report clincher from Harry R. Football. The clincher. Coming up next, the musical interlude. <laughs> what is that, dude? It's a musical interlude. Isn't it time for, isn't it time for a... Uh, didn't we get a... Oh, you didn't... What? Didn't we get a phone call from somebody? Weren't you going to play that here? That's what I thought, yeah. Not a phone call, but it was like a... I think it was something. It was a it was a work of art called Mike Williams visits the Wendy's or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get that queued up. Talk about something else while I'm doing it. <laughs> I wasn't prepared. The, there's not a whole else, dude. Lot cut, to cut. Talk about this week. Uh, in all seriousness, seriously, seriously, Aaron, where are you? Seriously, dude. So we got the linebacker report going on. I can't think of anything else to talk about with the linebackers except for that. Uh, the word is out there that Rocky Mac, not Rocky McIntosh, that London Fletcher has not been in uh in the OTAs this year. He has actually only shown up for the one mini camp and has not been back since. Why is that, dude? I thought he was like the team leader. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. But I wonder if it's kind of that one of those I'm old, I've never missed a game, and my body's starting to slow down a little bit, so I can't be wasting my time and my you know. The, the time that I have as a football player doing these OTAs, I'll be ready to play kind of thing. That's you know, like Clinton Portis, like like Ladanian Tomlinson, like a lot of line or uh, running backs do, like Michael Strahan did his last year. Yeah, he also might be a little mad because he got shafted on the Pro Bowl again. I can't say again. Yeah, but I don't think that would keep him out of camp. Redskins news is just slim. There was a bit of uh, I was reading an online blog today. I think it was on like the Bleacher Report, something like that, and uh, they were listing the Redskins as the number one team that Michael Vick should go to now that he's out of prison. Oh, dude, you know that was something I was thinking. Uh, I thought the Cowboys would be the number one team. Let's save that for next week. Okay, let's save that. Cowboys one. is That's on the list. We can, we They're can listed table. at number four. Okay, anyway, I got your, yeah. I got it queued up. It's now time for the what's called the musical interlude on Harry Hug Football. So here we go. Let's see what we got. Welcome to Redskins, brother. How can I help you? 
Um, hey, I'd like to get a, um... Welcome to Redskins, Hello? Hi, can I place an order? Hello? Can I place an order, please? Yes. I'd like to get a salad. No. What do you mean, no? Okay, just <laughs> burger. Would you like any fries with that? I, I haven't really ordered yet. Uh, no. Do, do all of your... Do you no, have, I'm sorry. Do you use fat? We only use French fries. What? I, I don't... <laughs> salad is what I want. No, no. no salads. I just really need a salad. I'm trying to get down to about... Uh, I'm trying to get down... Thank you. Oh, my. I'm never going to reach 370. <laughs> I'm never going to reach 370. Oh, man. Uh, there wasn't yeah, much like music that in that, fun. but here's That's, some. Uh, that, no, that was actually titled uh, Big Mike Williams Visits the Redskins Burger. drive through on a Sunday a little, afternoon a little, uh, at 2.30. A <laughs> there in the uh, itinerary, Aaron. I apologize. Hey, Josh, I can barely hear you. Step up to the mic. Step up to the mic. Is that better? Yeah, that's a lot better. All right. Um. Anyway, so we can talk about this Michael Vick thing next week. That's what you're saying, John. Yeah. Michael. Yeah. Let Let's save that for next week. And right, right now, let's move station. right into talking about the trademark battle. Big news from the week: the Redskins once again yeah, are victorious. Really is the big news against the seven. Do they fight American that battle every fans. year? It seems like it, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Seriously. Now, let me give you. Let me give our listeners that 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 haven't followed this the uh, the, the brief rundown on this, if I can make it brief, because it's really kind of complicated. Um, basically, for many many years, there's been a lot of Native American groups that have tried to um, get the Redskins to change their name to something different that they find less offensive. Um, the most recent tactic in court has been a group of seven Native Americans, or First American, which is the uh, preferred nomenclature in the Virginia school system at this point. Today, um, it might change tomorrow. To change the name, to get the Redskins to change the name by having the courts t- throw out their... their uh, Trademarks. What would, you, what would you call it? Trademark. To throw out their, uh, the, mm-hmm. Yeah, to throw out their trademark of the Redskins name and the symbols like the symbol on the helmet to have them throw that out on the basis that it is a derogatory that it's yeah. Yeah. So they've been trying to do that sort of thing and they got the, uh, initially they got the patent and trademark office to throw out or to cancel the trademark. But the Redskins of course appealed and have won the, uh, and have won the right to keep that trademark instead of letting everyone in the world, everyone in the world, um, be able to you, market everything using the redskin symbols that they've owned for a couple of decades. So basically, the name and the symbol, the uh, the Indian head and the helmet and everything. So basically, they're not. So trying basically, to, they've won. Well, they're not trying to make the Redskins not use the name. They're just trying to make it not financially lucrative for them if they continued to use the name and symbols. Because any right, they are trying to make them stop using the name, Aaron. You're right. You're right. They are trying to make them stop using the name, but they're trying to make it financially non-feasible to do so. Because if the Redskins lose their trademark, everyone and their grandmother can market things involving the Washington Redskins' former trademarks. It would be, and they would be able to sell things and not have to pay a royalty fee to the Redskins. 
which would cause a loss of tens of millions of dollars a year to the Danny and company. So basically, I'm going to stop saying basically. What's going on in the courts is that they're challenging it, saying that they want the patent taken away, but the court has ruled on a technicality that the, the seven Native Americans have waited too long to file this complaint. Um, After the trademark, the trademark was first issued. issued in 1967. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, in 1967, the youngest of the plaintiffs, the seven plaintiffs, was one. So they're saying that these uh, seven plaintiffs took too long. And the most legal act, or most recent legal action that we heard of this week is, was from an appeal that, hey, they weren't really too young. It's not really their fault that they're, or too old. It's not their fault that they're so old. And the judge said, no, it's, it is their fault. They're too old. It won't work. However, take another deep breath. There are a there is another group of uh, six Native Americans, first Americans, American Indians, who are aged 18 to 24 or were aged 18 to 24, and they filed the same exact case two years ago. So, what we heard this week, where the case was thrown out for the older group of seven, is not going to be pertinent involving this new latest case of six or brought on by the six Native Americans. So, it's not over. Basically, it's a bunch of legal wrangling in the courts, and it's not over. These guys may be able to uh, get the trademark overturned. Well, it's very Here's what I have to still. say about it. Why don't we use our court system to do more important things? This is important to some people. That's why they're doing it. Well, yeah, to some people this is important. I think it's a lot more important than anything involving people like Donald Trump or exactly. Martha Stewart. Uh, Paris Hilton. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, we as many people as there are out there like us who are diehard, lifelong Redskins fans, uh, there's just as many people who do not like the name. As If you've been reading the news at all online this week, there's a lot of articles coming out railing against the Washington Redskins for the team name. So, you know, there's a big clash of opinion on this. I say if they change it, they should change it to the Washington Rednecks. And I, as a... Um white southern washington rednecks American. dude you're just mad because the you're just mad because the tennessee titans didn't go with the nashville necks i'm just mad because i'm kind of tired of all you really thought that was going to be their name back no no let me let me ask this question if if they were forced to give up the name you know the question would be does the does anyone then have the right to tell them what cannot be the next name so if there's a court battle for instance they could be like fine we had to give up the redskins we're going to be the Washington Redmen. <laughs> and <laughs> no, seriously, I'm bringing this up. I mean, if yeah. if they were to do that, that could start a whole another 10 years worth of court battles. It could. It could. But what we've brought up on this podcast in the past, um, way back in our 169 episode history, is that um, back in the 90s, the Danny, Daniel Snyder, owner of the Redskins, did um, – he got the uh, he got the rights to an arena football team in the Washington Greater Washington area, which he never fielded. He never founded. But the name of that team was supposed to be the Washington Warriors, and that name is still trademarked by him. So not only is he blocking there being a uh, an arena team in the area, he is also uh, holding on to the Washington Warriors. And I think very strongly that that would be the name he would go with if he had to give up the Redskins name. Um, and and don't don't 
think that he would give up the Red, Redskins name because he thought it was racist. The only reason he would give up that name is because the trademark would be taken away, which would lose him tens and tens of millions of dollars a year. It's all a financial thing. We already know that with Daniel Snyder. So if he did change the name, um, how long yep. would it be before you, I, and other fans actually started calling them by the new name? Started singing Hail to the Warriors? Yeah. I would still call them the Redskins for the rest of my life, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. It was like some other dude was talking about, some Indian guy was writing on one of those blogs. A Native American, I mean a First American, excuse me, was writing on one of those blogs and he was basically like, I'd rather see the courts be dealing with stuff like, you know, why they took away my people's land and stole our money and did this and that than the name of a football team. It's a very complicated issue, and it's one that we're definitely going to be revisiting as uh, the history of the Washington Redskins and the uh, judicial court system continues. Um, but the way I see it... The Redskins are the Redskins. It's the Washington football team. We'll see how it goes, really. It's yeah, but the, it's a tough decision. I mean, you can look at it how some people think it's really offensive. I think that the Boston Celtics mascot is kind of offensive for someone of a... Uh, from a uh, Celtic heritage, especially since some it's... guy with a big fat pot belly and a bowler hat and a cane and like <laughs> like shamrocks all over his shirt. Yeah, that's kind of offensive. So too. you know, you can see it from all sorts of different angles. Yeah, but and never mind. I thought it was a free country, but I could be wrong. Anyway, well, you know, when I was in college, Elon College, which is now Elon University, the mascot was the Fighting Christians. Um, it is now the Phoenix because a lot of people thought the Fighting Christians was a rather offensive name. Why didn't I think it's a fantastic name? Why didn't they just call him the but, Elon you know, Irony? I thought it was a cool name, the Elon Irony. <laughs> so you know, and the walls of Jericho come tumbling down. That's all I have to say about exactly. it. Exactly. So it's it, there's there's always going to be it's it's like when we come and uh, talk about the Michael Vick thing next week. People are it's a polarizing issue. People are on one side or the other. It's it's definitely one of those one of those issues where it's going to be really hard to make people change their minds. But I I'm I'm going to call it now. I think change is coming, and I don't think it's going to be anytime soon. But maybe in the next ten fifteen years, change is going to be coming. Dude, it was like Ice T said, "Freedom of speech. Just watch what you say." Oh, I thought you were going to talk about that thing with the flashlight. Thank goodness. <laughs> he said that too. <laughs> the ice. Anyway. Anyway. Um. I guess the best way to sum that up is that my favorite team will always be the Washington Redskins. If they change their name, they change their name. They're still my favorite team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'll still call them the Redskins. Anyway, um, <laughs> I think it's time for a station break. That was pretty heavy, dude. All right, station break. ID. Oh, I got to get this station break thing queued up. I don't have anything <laughs> queued up. You guys talk week. about something while I get the station break. Are <laughs> hey, you guys talk about the? Uh, 
Gamers. This so, Josh, how are you today? I'm doing great today. Well, let's do this. Let's do a rundown. Is this it? Uh, oh, that's not one of the most interesting report. items on eBay that have to do with the Washington Redskins this week. Oh, my goodness gracious me. Well, whatever would be on eBay that has to do with the Washington Redskins? Could it be someone selling their season tickets for $5,000? Yes. <laughs> By the way, I got another... Or their parking pass for $10,000. I got another two season ticket letters this week, just so that we, we're keeping Dude, track. Dude, yeah. Hello. How many trees Absolutely. are the Redskins killing? I have gotten... Four letters and two phone calls, one from a live person trying to get me to buy season tickets this year. Dude. That's a lot of people to call because if he's calling 200,000 people before me, dude has got to be tired. John, the next time you do that, you just need to say, hang on a minute. I need to record this phone call for quality assurance. And then – Yeah, and you know what they would say? Click. <laughs> dudes, I got it queued up. I, I think up. you should just record it anyway, and then, we, and then you could ask them. So, dude, seriously, what's the deal? How many people are really on the list? Truly, don't give me the don't give me the Danny line. Tell me the real deal. How how do you really feel? Don't worry, your boss won't find out. That dude will be on the street by like three o'clock in the afternoon. Um, actually, there's a pretty or cool Serato come running down the stairs, going, "You're fired! You're fired!" With his wild eyes, like his cocaine eyes, all like crazy looking. Ah! You're fired. Get out, dude. There's actually. I just want to bring this up. There is a pretty cool item on eBay. If anybody wants to buy it, and send it to me. <laughs> that would be pretty sweet. It's um on eBay. It's a double X T-shirt, uh, and it says, "Oh, it's in the UK, dude. Dude, seriously, are you? Are you Chris J. It's located in. I don't know how you say this. Lantwit Major, the Vale of. Glamorgan, United Kingdom. I think that's Scotland, dude. Wow, I don't know that one either. Anyway, the t-shirt's really cool. It says, if it wasn't for for birds and booze, I could have played for the Redskins. (laughs) Oh, man, that's awesome. And it's got like these these two ladies in sort of that trucker truck flap. Pose on there with a big booze bottle. The mud flap, truck yeah, flap, with, with a, with a uh, booze bottle cap sitting in the middle. It's Southern style, nice. It's uh, it's um, Southern style. It's fifteen yeah. bucks. It's fifteen bucks. Wait, how big is it? What size is it? Double X. Oh, too big for me. Josh, yeah, Aaron, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I don't know, but you know, I could fit it on. I could fit it over my like triple fat goose redskin. There you go. Those of you guys who have seen the uh, pictures on the podcast where I look just as big as Aaron and Josh, I'm actually much smaller. But I have a very, very large coat that I wear to our winter soirees to the Redskins that adds like 50 pounds of fluff. Hmm. It'll fit over it. It'll fit. You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking it's a rugby shirt. And they're probably not talking about the Washington Redskins. They're probably talking about the Washington Redskins. I know, but it is Redskins colors. Is there a rugby? Is, it is there a rugby team that's uh, named the Redskins? There's like the Streatham well, we'll Redskins. We'll see if our pals uh, out there. How do you say that, Chris John? or maybe a uh, Paul can uh, email us and uh, let us know at Redskins fan, you know, HarryHogFootball.com. John, let us know uh, if you know anything about a Redskins team. That's a rugby team, out there. dude. There's one called like the Streatham Redskins or something. Or is it like the Ross River Redskins or something like that? Streatham, Streetham. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, if you guys know of a Redskins rugby team, we'd love to know about it. That'd be great. All right. With that being said, let's pause 10 seconds. Aaron, are you ready yet? Identification. 
All right, we're back. Um, before we close, we needed to bring Ooh, up some wait ball. What? Oh, we need to bring up some other news about one of our former players, Nehemiah Broughton, signed by the Vikings. All right. You guys might have remembered Nemo drafted in the seventh round a few years ago, a fullback who was the only other fullback on the uh, roster other than the caveman, Mike Sellers. Um, I didn't even know he got cut. I'd forgotten about this guy. I thought he was just injured. When was he? When yeah. was he cut? I don't know. I don't know. I guess they let him go. But he went to another team name with um off, that's pretty offensive to me. Which one is that? Where'd he go? Vikings are pretty. It's a pretty offensive name, I think. Huh. Yeah, I gotta say that uh, there's never been a Viking helmet unearthed. Ever anywhere that has a horn in it? Yeah, it's pretty offensive and stereotypical, and I think they need to change their name. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Nemo, good luck on the Vikings, except for when you're playing us, dude. And that—that's yep, pretty much the all team. the Redskins news we've got from the week. If am I am I correct? Yeah. Oh, one more note on a former Redskin who made good after leaving Washington. Uh, good old Walt Harris who had something like 10 picks for San Francisco last year. Uh, unfortunately, he blew out a, a ligament Ooh. in his knee, and it looks like he's done for the season. That's not good. So, too bad for him. Walt Harris. You couldn't that stand sucks. Walt Harris, Walt dude. Walt Harris. Dude, but he said – remember the game? The game against the Cowboys where the Redskins were down 13 nothing, and Mark Brunel threw those two touchdowns, and Mike – Mike, you know, the, the – Santana Moss caught those two long touchdowns, and the Redskins were up 14-13. However, there were still like two and a half minutes left in the game. And who made the final defensive play in that game to knock down a pass on third down or on fourth down? Walt Harris. Interesting. You still just treated him one step above Daryl Pounds. At the time. He came from the Colts, too. I to yeah. Rip. You know, that's what happens with the Redskins. Players always go away and they get better, and we're like, man, why don't we keep them? I'm not it's really like thinking about they can't that reach their Walt. full potential in Washington for R some reason. Right now I'm thinking about Walt Harris. That it's a good thing we didn't keep him because he just blew out his knee for the season. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I believe, for, uh, according to Redskins.com's a transaction page, Nehemiah Broughton was signed to the practice squad last season, and there's nothing else about him, which means that he was signed off of the practice squad. Huh. All right, well, good that? luck, Nemo. Yeah, or or Redskins.com is not updated because that never happens. Interesting. Anyway, I think that about wraps it up for this week's episode. Uh, if you guys want to send us some email and weigh in on the trademark debate or Bruce Smith um, alcoholism thing or Fartgate 09 or anything else we discussed today. Dude, Bruce Smith, you're pissing me off. Send us some email at redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. And hail to the Redskins. Yes, sir. And as always, if you see the Cowboys fan, Joko. Joko! 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 Joko!